John Bobbitt. <laughs> Hello. Good evening. Or morning. How do you think it is? That's or, true. That's true. It could afternoon. be. I mean, it gets dark earlier, so really it could be any time. I mean, it. What could it be? Hello, my name is Don. I am joined by Jordan. Jordan, say hi. Hello. I am jo We are joined with Christian. Christian, say hi. Duty EB. Duty EB, indeed. We are here to talk about movies. We're going to start you off with introducing ourselves, and we're going to talk about our five movies that are favorite <laughs> movies that we like that we feel are underappreciated maybe there's no underappreciating my movies yeah you just told me to pick my five favorites so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some, some I, of them are, uh, are cinematic greats i don't know what uh <laughs> Can you repeat oh, the anything part where you good movies the things then if that's the case? <laughs> I can the thing is a good movie. I can pick some underrated movies if you want those to. I just want your five Yeah, let's do five let's know. let's save that one for another episode. Five, five underrated favorite, five, yeah, five super underrated. easy to watch, five five that you don't turn if you see that it's on and it's already twenty minutes in. 40 minutes in. 10 minutes left. You just pick up and go. I mean, that's that's my list, so I don't know about you. Yeah, that's somewhat similar. What's our uh, hook for this episode? What is our... How are you guys going to... Well, I, I'm giving you my five favorites. After you give me yours. And Worm, because, are you going to follow? You're going to break the rules. Oh no! We know it's what my, your five it's is. My, it's my five favorite, basically yeah. that I can't turn once I've started watching them, regardless of what I have going on. <laughs> yeah, and we already know your your list, Don. Um, and we want you to react to ours. Ooh. I like a challenge. I like a mystery. That's not really a challenge, but <laughs> so. I'd say it's, since we know your list, why don't yeah. you let everyone else know yours? Starting at five and work your way to number one. Uh, I'm going to start off with the most obvious one on my list. Um, Point Break. Uh, it's a movie that has grown on me even more. Um, it also helps that I love bank robbery movies, and it's not quite number one, but that's another discussion for another day. Um, I'm always the, the chemistry between, uh, Keanu and Patrick Swayze just, just grows every time, uh, kind of the theme of my, of my list here is that all these movies are endlessly quotable. You can watch them anytime they come on. You want to finish them. Um, they all have fantastic casts. Um, yeah, uh, number four is Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights falls into that same thing, endlessly quotable. Um, Roller Girl is a roller, 
Roller Girl is a quite a start. Um, ah, the, you know, just go and dive into the cast. You got Louis Guzman. Seymour Hoffman's so good in that movie. John yeah. C. Riley. I mean, everyone is given a chance to steal the damn movie. John C. Riley is extremely underrated in that movie. Yeah, he, he really he really brings it out. <laughs> so good. Um, Carlito's way. Um, because I am a monster Al Pacino fan. Um, I was actually my first Pacino movie was Sen of a Woman, and then after that, Carlito's Way was released. Um, I've I don't think I've ever seen Carlito's Way. Uh, you need to see it for Sean Penn's uh, Half an Afro. Um, uh, it easily is the most romantic Pacino movie. Um, Christian, you'll argue with me on this, but I prefer this over Scarface with the Pacino De Palma connection. Um, again, everyone gets to have their moments in it. Another Louis Guzman movie. Um, it's my personal favorite Brian De Palma movie. Uh, all I'll say is avoid the sequel at all costs. Carlito's Way 2. Yeah, Rise to Power with P. Diddy. Oh, boy. It is yeah, bad, 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 bad. It is bad. Uh, all right, we're going to go into some Nick Cage love next. Uh, Martin Scorsese's Bringing Out to Dead. Um, <clears throat> I think it is the most accessible uh, Scorsese, Paul Schrader movie. Um, it's my personal best Nick Cage performance. I think he does just... Amazing work where he is someone who's seen too much and experienced too much, and he just doesn't want to do it anymore. Oh, that's the uh, ambulance one. That's the ambulance one. Yeah, you had me watch that years ago, and I don't think I've ever yeah. seen it since, but it was really good. Uh, Scott. Um, I like that you said that's the ambulance one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the My connection. Goodness. It is. Uh, it's got great cast. Uh, it's got John Goodman, uh, Tom Sizemore before he we lost him to Coke. Um, got Bing Rames, uh, great Patricia Arquette performance. Uh, Scorsese makes uh, makes New York City just looks like it's a, a trip on a bad drug. It's just I love it. Uh, and then. Last but not certainly least uh, is Steven Soderbergh's Out of Sight. Uh, it is an amazing movie. It gives us Jennifer Lopez's best performance. Oh, I know, I know that'll get a snicker. Um, I mean, the, the bar isn't set very high for that. <laughs> Yes. Um, it was Soderbergh trying um, mainstream because he had done uh, just a bunch of indies, smaller stuff that wasn't, wasn't critics-like, but nobody was going out and seeing it. Uh, I think it has the absolute best romantic chemistry in a movie between Jennifer Lo uh, Lopez and George Clooney. Uh, the score by Dave Holmes and the soundtrack is unbelievable. Um, uh, it's really, it's 
it's really fun when you've watched Out of Sight and Jackie Brown to see how two Elmore Leonard movies um, play so differently, but they play just, just, just the same enough. I mean, there's characters in each movies. It's just, oh, I can, I, I never get, I never get tired of any of these five movies. Uh, it's a pretty good list. Like it. Wow. High praise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't say a whole lot. I've never seen Carlito's Way, and I definitely don't remember Out of Sight. I have not seen Out of Sight. And Carlito's did not really have that much of an impact on me. No, I... Hmm. I didn't like shocked. Starface, so... I mean, Starface is... Dominant over one of my top five most overrated movies of How all dare time. you? Look at the Pelicans. Yeah. Fly, Pelicans. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, yeah, Scarface can, yeah, either be the most amazing thing or, yeah, it is so overrated. I wouldn't put that as a top five Pacino movie, but it's still better than Carly this way. I'll fight you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to Jordan's list. I will not win that, but I'll fight you. <laughs> All right, so uh, do you want to jump back and forth here, Chris? Yeah, or we, do can, you we want... can bounce back and forth. All right, well, then I will start mine with, uh, well, it would have been point break, but I can't talk about that <laughs> since Mr. Donald has already taken that one. You're welcome. So, I God will say, <laughs> well, we can't have the same. We can't have the same list. Uh, so an easy swear for me then would be number five would be Reservoir Dogs. Uh, absolutely love it. I mean, Tarantino. I think it's his best movie. Um, oh my god. I, <laughs> Like like Don said, it's already got it's got a great cast. Um, anytime it's on, I I guess like I said, I can't turn it. So uh, yeah, number five has got to be Reservoir Dogs for me. Yeah, the the ear cutting scene is just fucking brutal. Oh, I love it. I just love Steeler's Wheel. Oh, it's, it's just it's amazing it, direction. It, it ruined such it a great ruined scene. that song for brutal. me forever. Yeah, hundred percent. It's true. all I can think of whenever that whenever I hear it. Well, it's like uh, <laughs> um. Layla and not Layla, um, crap! I can't think of the name of the move of the title. And um, I'm brain farting hard, hard right now. Roxanne, <laughs> no, um, in Goodfellas, Egg. yeah, Egg. Goodfellas. When they when they're killing off all the gangsters, yeah, it's it's uh, just stuck in your head. Yeah, it, yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry for bogarting you, the worm. No, it's all good. What's what's your five? Um. Number five for me is actually two movies because they're kind of similar. You can't have two. It's okay, it's well once I <laughs> once I tell you you'll you'll understand. It's um, it's I love you, man, and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay, they're both very similar. It's a very similar kind of comedy, but it, I just like when I watch one, I'm like, well, I might as well watch the other one too because it's you know I'm I'm in that mood. And I love Jason Siegel. I'll say it makes a great double. I will. It I will does. agree with that. 
Well, he's uh, Seagull's what? Peter something, right? What, Peter, Peter Brainer. Brainer. And then they turn and have Paul Rudd be Pete. Oh, Peter, yeah. <laughs> in the next, in yeah. I Love You, Man. Yeah. Then call him Pistol. Pistol. Pistol Pete. <laughs> All right. See you later, Jobin. So, <laughs> what? Jobin. Um, yeah, no, I, well, I like one of those movies a heck of a lot more than I like the other. So. Which one? Forgetting Which one? Sarah Marshall is way up there on my list. Yeah. If I had to pick, I would pick Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Movie Man, what uh, what do you say to those two, three? Uh, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, I can appreciate, but it's I don't put it as high on my Tarantino list. Um I fight you on that. I think Jackie Brown is his best movie. Um, I'm picking fights with both of us. I'm picking fights. I'm picking fights. Um, Christian, I like your double. I think it's. I, I do think that works really well. Uh, I haven't seen "I Love You, Man," but I always. What? I haven't. No, I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. I was about to say, I know you've seen the movie. What? No. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Um, but yeah, anytime you think of, you know, you're looking for for a new friend. I love you, man. Always comes up when he goes animalistic on the boardwalk when the guys yelling at him to pick up his dog shit. Come on, <laughs> I have a river of testosterone flowing through my body. A couple of great scenes. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, number four for me is number four. Number four. Number four. The Ocean's Eleven remake. From 2001, right? 2000, yeah, 2001. That's the first Clooney one. The Soderbergh movie that has, I don't know, the greatest cast of all time in a movie? Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Expendables? Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> no. I will put these seven up against the Expendables any day, Christian. Yeah. Um, I'm just a sucker for any time I get five minutes of getting the band together or putting the, putting the team together. I'm always in. I mean, the Gone in sixty Seconds remake has you know two minutes of it, and it's it ropes me in every time. The so better. Eh, the it doesn't have the, it doesn't have the great getting the team together. <laughs> Yeah, but it's got, so, it's got terrible seventies haircuts. Maybe, maybe Nick Cage was in the original too. Maybe he was the car. He is. He is timeless. He is timeless. All right. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Um, my number four is uh, Don is going to appreciate this. Is Leon the professional? Mm. Ooh, good flick. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, oh God, it's so good. Perfect. <laughs> it, almost, except for the creepy, uh, you know, child it depends thing. But, it depends uh, on which version you watch, though. Yeah, that's true. You, yeah, yeah. There, I, there is a little aspect of it that's that's kind of borderline, but I mean, if you can look past that, it's such a great movie. God, it's so good. Yes. All right, you're gonna have to enlighten me then. What's the difference in movies? What are the what are the two different ones? 
it's about 20 minutes of more between uh, Leo, yeah it just more of the um very creepy tra- training her they go out to like dinner i believe and she keeps insinuating you know i'm in love with you you know all that yeah and she's like 12 and it's yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, for her very first movie, she is unbelievable. Yeah. As an actress. And Gary Oldman is, oh my God. Fucking like you, awesome. You talk, about, you talk about Heath Ledger as the Joker, and that's what I equate Gary Oldman and, and Leon to. He's he just fucking just, steals it. He's just an absolute nut job. Yeah. Yeah. I, I take it I need to rewatch this movie again. So good. Mm-hmm. And the action is fantastic. I don't remember Gary Oldman being as crazy as you said. Oh right? my god, the, the pill popping DEA agent. Yeah. Bring me everyone. Yeah. Like when he's telling the old lady go back in the room. <laughs> go back in the room. Why don't, you, why don't you just leave that poor family alone? He said go back inside. Uh, so yeah, you definitely got to rewatch it, Jordan. Okay, I can do that. And if you watch, um, I'm not watching Piranha Three Double D. You have to. No. Deal. I'm giving you a good movie. You have to give me a good movie. Well, okay, fine. Uh, Maybe is... there's something on your list I haven't seen. We'll go with that. Okay, fine. Well, you're gonna have seen all of mine. Okay. Uh, got a question for you on the Gary Oldman thing. Is he crazier in this than he was in True Romance? A different kind of crazy. Okay. He's he's a psych he's a psychopath in True Romance, True but romance. <laughs> but there's a shred that he's he's there for like one percent of the good, but ninety nine percent of him is just out-and-out scoundrel. He's just a monster. Okay. How is that different from True Romance? You gotta watch it again. It's a a different kind of... He's so good at just doing different kinds of crazy. Okay. Even his his Dracula was crazy. Sure. All right, so... I will uh, watch Leon the Professional. Just as a refresher. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, mine, Donnie. Yeah. I, we got to go to you. I'm going to go with a push. Because. Well, we're, not, we're not comparing our movies. <laughs> we're just, we just want your reaction to, you know. Oceans. I mean, you, you gave us a good reaction to Leon. Oceans, I love. Oceans, I will agree with Worm, is best cast period ever in a movie um soundtrack again uh just endlessly quotable just things that pop up when you're watching the movie you know you watch it enough times you're paying attention to that brad pitt eats in every single scene every scene scene that he's in i mean i i still quote the movie 10 times he shorts it yeah (laughs) We got a grease man. It's just, yeah. I out of sight, set up 
what he did with Oceans. I mean, if he didn't do Out of Sight, I don't think he would have done Oceans that same way. Okay. All nice right. Finish. Yeah. Uh, well, then, my number three is Rounders. Oh, I wasn't uh, expecting that. Good call. Yeah, I mean... It's, give that it's man good. his money. <laughs> you know, it always cheers me up when I'm feeling shitty. Aces over kings. Rolled up aces over kings. Check raising stupid tourists and taking huge pots off them. <laughs> Love that movie. Endlessly uh, quotable. Endlessly quotable. The only we've talked about this a million times down. There. Mm-hmm. You know, alligators blood. Um, uh, what was Mike's girlfriend's name again? Joe is Joe. Awful. She might be one of the biggest movie villains of all time in this in this movie. <laughs> I mean, he's not doing anything real wrong. She's just the worst to him. So, uh, I do love the Teddy KGB. <laughs> well, John Malkovich talked about it, about how he sat down across the table from Damon with just no idea how to do a Russian accent, and he just <laughs> went with whatever came out of his mouth. <laughs> and they ran with it for the rest of the film. <laughs> Um, that's it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, rounders. It, it, kind of a, kind of a poker player still. So it's it's always got a a soft spot for me. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. Rounders is just always one of those movies. If it's there, it's it's two hours of my life well spent. Right, it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to miss, you know. It's hard to pass up, you know, any time that you see where they're at, you know, whether Worms broke or, you know, whether Mikey just went broke or whether he's driving the truck or talking to the talking to the the DA's office. Like you can always just pick it up and go. Mm-hmm. Or whether oh, it's yes. Chesterfield. <laughs> so. But- um, my number three film is, I'm not sure if you guys have seen this, to be honest with you, it, it, it's likely that you have, but I'm not 100% sure, is The Raid. Fantastic Ooh. movie. If you want an action film, it's the best action movie I have ever watched. Yep. There's like it's... 10 minutes of intro, and then the rest of the movie is action. It is so good. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, and there's a scene with a broken door that you won't forget. It's oh my god, the movie's so good. That has one or two sequels to it. One. Yeah, this I watched the second one. I didn't care for it because, like the okay. whole the whole thing of the movie is that it's all in an apartment complex, just like oh. Die Hard. So and, where can I watch this? Um, I have it on Blu-ray. I will give it to you next time I see you. <laughs> all right. Way, I have it on have to find out how to stream it. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with with the raid. I I like the sequel. I thought the sequel was fantastic. It 
went somewhere I ne did not expect. Um, but yeah, the the raid is awesome. Hmm. It's kind of a bummer that there won't be a third third movie. At least what Gareth Evans, I think, is his name, has yes. has been saying that he's he's off doing other stuff. So I could rent it. Make sure you another time. get the unrated cut. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I will go to 2011 with. I think I would have to say that this is my favorite sports movie yes. of all time. And it's not what you think, because it's going to be Warrior. Fuck you. Ooh. Warrior's fantastic. <laughs> Warrior is. Oh, okay. I love okay. Warrior. Yep. It always, uh, the cast is great. I mean, Nolte's performance is hands down. Oh, he's such a prick. His best <laughs> outside of the American Mike trilogy. <laughs> Uh, this is Nick Nolte's best. I've never really been a huge fan of Joel Edgerton, but I mean, he's great in this as the lovable loser. Um, I mean, huge spoiler, but I mean, when he wins at the end, I mean, it makes you feel a certain way every single time. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter if it's the second time I've seen it or the 50th time, it, it still gets super choked up about it. <laughs> it's really dumb, but. Uh, Hardy is great as just a killer, just this massive beast. There, that, I, I mean, mean he, we know nothing about, but yeah, there's a, he puts a lot of a lot more depth into that character than you expect. It, for not doing or saying a whole lot, I mean, yeah, and yeah, I mean, that's a great pick, Jordan. It's super cheesy in a way i mean yeah, that kind it's, of shit. It's, they're not they're not doing that and they're, i mean they're finding out everything about these guys in today's age i mean like we had the internet back then i mean i don't know how yeah. they got around all of this information that comes out about them like that would have been day one i mean even how you know edgerton's character gets into the tournament is you know kind of bullshit to begin with but right Looking past all that, I mean, great movie. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's just it's, a meathead, uh, <laughs> meathead fun movie to watch. And I believe it was my introduction to Gavin O'Connor, but I can't think of anything that I've seen of his before that. Miracle. The only thing I didn't like about it was how they shoehorned all the the douche cape merch into it. That the two yeah. guys from Affliction was like, oh, well, we're part of this too. It's like you really don't okay. need to be. <laughs> that was the only thing that stuck out to me that I really didn't like about it. Yeah, uh, I, and and Kurt Angle with a underrated performance as the what the Mad Russian is is he Cobra Cuba, the Mad Cobra Cuba Cobra Cobra the Mad Russian. <laughs> yeah. I mean that was that was great. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick. I like that one. I'm glad I got one by you. It's a good pick. <laughs> nice take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, my number two, Jordan's gonna or uh, Don's gonna know this. Jordan's probably not. Uh, Yojimbo, which is a Kurosawa film. I and have no idea what that is. That's that's fine. It's not you know, I I dived deep into Akira Kurosawa. I watched all of his films, and Yojimbo is my favorite, and I absolutely love Toshiro Mifune, the actor. <clears throat> He's so expert. Like I've seen a lot of like silent films too, and this guy could have been a huge star in the silent film because his face is so expressive. You know exactly how he feels at any time of the movie, and he's just oh, it's such a good movie. If you like westerns, you'll love a lot of uh, Kurosawa's films. This was actually remade as a western called uh, A Fistful of Dollars. It was the oh. first one, right? That was the first one. And then yeah. a few dollars more was a remake of Sanjuro, which was kind of a sequel to Yojimbo. Interesting. And actually, Kurosawa said that he made more money suing the film company that did A Fistful of Dollars than Yojimbo grossed. So he was actually happy that they did that. that they ripped off his story. <laughs> And I can't watch it anywhere. You should be able to watch it on the thing that Don has. Criterion app. Criterion. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will, I will let you, Doug will let you have my, my password. Perfect. I, I need to see this movie. If you want to. I mean, should I watch it before or after the raid? (laughs) After. I definitely watch Raid for like I'm not gonna make you watch 1961 Akira Kurosawa Japanese samurai film if you don't want to. That's not no, the purpose but if of this I've list, seen but... a fistful of dollars before, then I yeah. feel like I should know what the source material was. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, a... essentially, you, they they literally ripped off lines of dialogue for a fistful oh. of dollars. It's it was a they didn't even fucking try to hide it. But if you've seen Don, um, you've seen this before. Uh, that's my confession. I have not seen Yojimbo. Okay. I made you watch it. <laughs> I know I don't, we watched we watched it together. I, you just forgot. I don't remember. I it's on my I'm I'm putting it on my need to watch. I've got so many Kurosawa movies that I need to watch. I mean, I've watched the good handful of them, but yeah, that's my that's a confession. I have not seen. Well, maybe I made I you watch Seven Samurai. Don't think this one. <clears throat> but yeah, it's on my it, Kurosawa is on my list to finish up. What? Because there's so many, and they're all good. Not all of them, but like. In my opinion, all the movies he did, he did with Toshiro Mifune are fantastic. They're mm-hmm. such a great team. Was 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 Mifune in The Hidden Fortress? No. Okay. I don't. Well, I don't know. But Mifune was in The Sword of Doom. Sword of Doom. Fantastic. <laughs> Fuck you of a movie. <laughs> the greatest movie with the worst, the worst ending. Worst ending of all time. Because wasn't there... that? I think there was 20 books. Well, they were anticipating making a sequel. And then, like, funding got dropped or something. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, that. So they're just like, fuck it, we'll just hack slash some bullshit ending to this thing. Yeah, it literally leaves you on the edge of your seat in the biggest moment of the movie, like a like a cliffhanger to a TV show for next week. Yeah, and it never, it never comes. Yeah, Mufune is not in Hidden Fortress. Okay. Uh, cool trivia about Tashira Mufune. Um, he wasn't planning on being an actor. He went to Toho Studios to be a carpenter, and he got in the wrong line. He ended up in a casting line instead of a labor line. That sounds like Harrison Ford, how he was doing carpentry in that before he oh, broke shit, out. Oh, no, with... I'm sorry. He is in Hidden Fortress. I completely overlooked it. I, was I remember some in, stuff. He is in Hidden Fortress, yes. So, Joe Jimbo's on my list. Uh, Warrior. Everything about it. Fantastic. Heartbreaking. Uh, the end of the movie... When you're waiting for it to, to come to its conclusion is white knuckle. Um, yeah, I, I, I love Warrior. It's so good. I mean, going, if I may jump back into Warrior again. Sure. I mean, you can't even tell me who you want to win that fight at the end. No, I mean, no, you, you're rooting you for honestly. You flip flop every time. I don't. I think it's one of those few movies that you're rooting for, rooting for both sides to find a way to get out of it. I mean, you really don't want either guy to lose. You want them both to win. No. <laughs> and I agree you know, with each, all the each have their cause. So. And I agree with the the whole technology thing. You know the what the fuck. You know, how does it just it it uh, it's frustrating but it's one of those things it's you know where you can just go okay it's stupid movie logic and you just move on because it's so good right and it's not even like pre-mma as we know it like it's not the original you know ufc kind of shit like this is it's well established at that time yeah it's and the, the the tournament that the movie is set is you know is like the biggest tournament in the history of tournaments so but it's only eight fighters. <laughs> Mortal oh. Kombat! I mean, how do you get a high school teacher over here and the mad Russian who comes from across the world to be in the was, same tournament? Who's clearly not Fedor Emelianenko. Right. <laughs> no. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I've spent too much time talking about Warrior. <laughs> no, never. Well, for my number one, for Go me, ahead. the action is the juice. It's Heat. Heat is my absolute favorite movie. Good pick. Uh, I'm... Great cast. You get coked out Al Pacino. <laughs> I mean, it's quotable beyond belief. It's got the greatest shootout scene in cinema history for me. I mean, you can feel... Those bullets whizzing by, no matter your sound system at your house. Um, I mean, just the whole story being told—it's it's it's fantastic. I'm um, just surprised that Don doesn't have it on his list. It's the greatest heist movie of all time. Yeah, I kept Based it off, off my list. LA, LA shootouts. I I kept it off my list because it was so obvious. I was looking for. <laughs> 
obvious pick is obvious. Well, well you're going to hate my number one. Well, the only reason I got to put it on my list is because you didn't take it. So. I did not put it. Yeah. I... Go ahead. I mean, we all know everyone. I mean, I know your love for it. So. Oh, yeah. It's, Here's it's... Here. Here's a question that I always have when, you know, somebody says they like heat. How many times do you think you watched it until you find it it all sank and it all all the loose everybody everybody has their moment, everybody has their their you know I remember when I watched it when I first watched it it took at least two or three times to watch it before it finally you know, sunk was just like, okay, now I get all of it because it's so goddamn sprawling. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) me and you could quote this movie for a half hour straight right now if we wanted to. (laughs) Did you know that it was originally uh, done as a TV movie? Um, give me ten to twelve episodes of it, please. No, no, it was a no. It was done as a TV movie pilot. It was called it was LA, Takedown. LA Takedown. LA Takedown. Yep. LA I Takedown. It's it's really it's weird. It's kind. Of, it's really cool to watch it because there's there's similarities between both movies, but because of Heat having more of a budget more more openness LA takedown is it's basically the cliff notes version of heat <laughs> all right well yeah that's uh that's my number one cuz i can jump in at any scene and just go mm-hmm. now i want to watch heat <laughs> it's hard not to I mean, I just want to sit and watch the twenty-minute shootout, which they did in downtown LA. Yes, they did. No CGI. Everything was done as real as it could get. It's just fucking awesome. And that's why they... it's so loud. Yep. When did they make that movie? Ninety-five. Yeah, really? probably what they were filming in what ninety four? Ninety four, yeah. So that was actually that was released three years before the North Hollywood shootout, which I thought it was based on. Uh the North Hollywood shootout was ninety seven. Yeah, was inspired by by hmm. heat. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's crazy. I thought it was the other way around. for telling you this shit. <laughs> You'd walk in your doggy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Just used that line the other day. You get killed walking yeah. your doggy. <laughs> you want some pie, brother? <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to go down this line. So, Christian, Wait, have, you need to jump in and say I have one, thing. I have okay. one thing about heat. It's always the thing that bothers me. How does Wayne grow? Get away from them at the beginning. That always fucking bothers me. How do you not know where he's at? There's three of you. Obviously, if Wayne Grow was caught, you wouldn't have that subplot. The movie would be 45 minutes shorter. 
Well, you don't have a movie if he gets if he gets taken out right there. Yeah, because he does so much. Because he hasn't revealed Slick yet by that time. Yeah. Slick is no motherfucking joke. So. I love heat. Go ahead, Christian. <laughs> I'm going to make you guess my number one, because you're going to do it. Number no one? Yep. Yeah. Not after your Kurosawa film and your... I'm going to go Big Lebowski. Is my is my big guess. Is it Search for the Beast? <laughs> <laughs> Rick Montana. Rick Montana. Wow, I'm actually surprised you guys know it's fucking Godfather. It's just the greatest movie of all time. Mm. Don't mm, Godfather. Jordan. It's it's good. Yeah. Mm. Go ahead. You don't get to Mac Godfather. It's phenomenal. I just watched it for the first time from start to finish, like last year, in one in one sitting, and I, I, I prefer the second one. <laughs> the first one just was too slow for me. The the movie is so good. I can watch it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> We can do that in step up too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to disparage your number one pick. I just greatest, easiest favorite. That, that's it, it's, all fine. All it's fine. so good. Yeah, it's good. It's got everything. It's got drama. I think it's got Young Pacino takes something away from me. He just he doesn't look like Pacino. Just I think it's because I hadn't seen it. You know, when I was younger. Yeah. You should so. watch Scarecrow if you want to watch Young Pacino. Oh, no. and Needle Park <laughs> is good, too. <laughs> Giving you so many right. movies to watch. Well, Don, your thoughts on Godfather, other than just it being great? Uh, it's... It's two move Godfather one, two, or I've always been on that that train where I think it's one movie. It's one story. Um but yeah, I it's it's so it's but you know, we've been talking about this with a lot of the movies, it's just endlessly quotable. Um even if it's on TV and it's edited, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I might get sick of it and just put in my version of it because yeah. I I gotta watch it with everything. I know I've watched it. I know I've watched it with less, you know, whereas, you know, they say, oh, we're going to show it as uncut as it can be. Um, just a couple of years ago, I watched uh, HBO did the uh, the Godfather saga that had been released for TV in the 70s, where they put the movie chronologically, the first two movies. So, I mean, I've watched I've watched both movies every which way i've seen the first one in theaters um yeah it's it's yeah it's it's perfection it's 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 you know it's, so it's they, how recut, you, they recut one and two and put it chronologically in they, one they, they did it they did it as um 
it was an ex, you know experiment by Francis Ford Coppola for to give it you know a little something extra for people to watch on TV. So yeah, it's called the Godfather Saga. It had only been on VHS for the longest time. Um, there's no Blu-ray release or DVD release. It was on HBO for like a month or two a couple years ago. Uh, I watched it out of curiosity. Um, it was okay. Um, I like I like how two goes back and forth with young Vito and the and with uh, Michael. Sorry, I was thinking about other stuff. Um, yeah, I like the the back and forth with that. Um, yeah, the Godfather kind of opened it up to Christian and I that we could make fun of any movie. Um, yeah. Abe Vigoda walking in. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I can't say enough about it. It's so good. And the only thing that I don't like about Godfather Two is the fact that they couldn't get um what's his name the actor um Richard Castellano yes, yes. to reprise so because that would have been that would have been a, such a heavier impact yes if it would have been Peter Clemenza turning turning rat rather than just some rando yep guy but you never saw in the first movie that guy was so good in the second one though too well he was great but it it would have it would have hit a lot harder if it was Clemenza if it yes. would have been a guy that was with Vito since the beginning. And that's the yeah. only thing I have against Godfather 2. God, I don't think I have I don't think I have anything against either one of those movies. I they're just so good. They're just the only thing I have against Godfather 1 is the fact that um they don't really tell you much about uh, um, Luca Brasi's history. Now, if you read the book, he's an unbelievably fucked up character. He does some atrocious things. And he is the one man that Vito is actually afraid of. Because he's just unpredictable and he's a wild card. But it's it you don't see any of that. He's hardly in the movie. Yeah, he's more of just an oaf. Well, in, in the movie, he's just this character at the beginning at the wedding. And then there's a little bit of backstory with Michael talking to Kay. Mm -hmm. And then he gets killed in his next scene. It's like, yeah. fucking why is he there? I always thought that was impactful, though, because of this big guy getting taken out. It is. But at the same time, it's like you. you other really than know. a little story. About you know getting the the Johnny Fontaine out of his contract, you don't know anything about Luca Brasi's history and why he is you know even part of the family. Now you're gonna have me thinking of that stuff. Yeah, well you should read the book. It's I it's should read the book. Yeah, fucked up. I like your list, guys. It was good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Do you have any honorables? Anything that will almost made your list? The conversation. Oh, uh, yes. I do. Conversation. So good. Gene Hackman is so good in that movie. Do you know why that movie got made, right? I don't. 
because Godfather 1 was such a hit, and it won the Best Picture. Paramount wanted Coppola to come back after everything that had gone, you know, they where they almost fired him. Mm-hmm. And he said, let me make this itty-bitty movie, and I'll do whatever you want with The Godfather. Itty-bitty so, movie. Oh, so, in both movies, I think we're nominated for Best Picture that year. Yeah. Yeah. Have and they got... Conversation worm? I have not. Okay. On awesome. It's, if if you like tension and suspense, oh, and it. I mean, I like that a hell of a lot more than almost any other genre, <laughs> subgenre there is. It's got a young Harrison Ford, young Robert Duvall. Um, yeah, like I said before, Gene Hackman is so goddamn good. Yep, John Cazale. John, every movie John Cazale touches is gold. Yeah, because he was in every movie he was in. He was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, yeah. Did you say Robert Duvall's in that? Yep. Hmm. Yeah, it's conversation so good. I waited. I had to wait so long to watch the conversation. When I was younger because obviously, you know, resources were limited. Didn't have hmm. the internet and all that. It was. Well, I never knew about it. I didn't know about it until I lived in the, when I was living in the Twin Cities. I did my flick night thing. I, I never even it, heard about it. It was a three a.m. Yeah, it was AMC at a 3 a.m. showing of it, and I recorded it, VCR'd it. I finally got to watch a conversation, and it was just like, holy fuck. Yeah, I love that movie. Hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. It makes you, um, it makes you think. And, and at the, the end, when he's, when he's tearing his apartment apart, fuck, dude, he's just panicking. Uh, a good little story. If you like the conversation, watch Enemy of the State and think of Enemy of the State as a sort of sequel. That's an interesting take. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't do that. You yep. ruined it for me. Nope. You'll understand. Are you sure? Yep. Because I hate Enemy of the State. I could talk for two hours about how dumb that <laughs> fucking movie is. On our next episode, ah, we don't about lo- Enemy of the State by himself for two hours. <laughs> I don't like the ending of Enemy of the State with everything that happens in the. I don't like anything in the grocery store. Everything before that and the actual end of the movie, I fucking love. But I don't like that scene with Tom Sizemore because I always thought that it was forced. Okay. All right. Your uh, turn for a mention. Uh, I have an honorable mention of 2007 Best Picture, No Country for Old Men. Ooh, Anton Chigurh, one of the greatest villains of all time. My, yep. My f- favorite Coen Brothers movie? I think it's my favorite. It has to be. There's so many. It's right there with Old Brother for for favorite. Uh, but I like this one's just better, so it, it makes the list for me. At least mean my honorable mention list. Yeah, that movie is mean as fuck, and I love it. I mean, we know nothing of Anton, and he's just awesome. A force. <laughs> and I, uh, I secretly love Woody Harrelson's character in that movie. Because <laughs> he's playing yeah. Woody. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's definitely not even acting. 
I saw that in the theater, and I remember walking out of the theater, and you can hear the little whispers of people being so mad at the end of that movie so because it, because it, yeah, two hours in the ending doesn't explain what they want. I walked out of it going, I understood what he was saying. Yeah. Good choice. My. I have, I have one other honorable mention quick. I have five of them, so. <laughs> do I have to cut mine down? Yeah, I can be quick. You have, a, you have a list as long as your actual list. No, it's <laughs> five. I just have oh. one more to say, and it's Den of Thieves because oh, it's just heat, that. but updated to. 2018, 2017. If you've never seen it, you should watch it. Okay. Heat. It's heat for dummies. It is, it, have you ever seen it, Christian? Nope. Then that's the one that I, that's the one that I'm telling you to watch. All right. No, Gerard Butler, fucking fifty, <laughs> dude. It's. I mean, Bullshit. it's basically shot for shot that it's heat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I think, what's his name? Pablo Schreiber. I think yeah. he's the one that absolutely steals the whole movie for me. Okay. He was really good as, in The Wire. As, as Ray Merriman. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's just heat. <laughs> just new. It's new yeah. heat. New heat. It's new the, heat for it's, dummies. It's the reheat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, the ring! So, I, story about the ring. I uh, I watched the what was it? Um, scary movie or whatever it was the spoof. Before I watched the ring. Okay. And I was at my then girlfriend's house at the University of Minnesota, watching in, in a, her dorm with a bunch of her friends. And the chick starts coming out of the TV, and they're all just like screaming and freaked out, and I'm laughing my ass off. Just completely ruining the scene because I watched fucking scary movie, <laughs> or whatever movie it was that spoofed it before. And oh, I was yeah, like, "It's scary movie." Is it? Yeah. <laughs> just laughing like, "Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious!" Because I finally understood the reference. <laughs> and meanwhile, everybody else is just like freaking the fuck out. I'm like, "I don't. Okay, I, I don't see what's scary about it, but that's cool." That's. But that's my that's my ring story. That's your ring story. I hated the ring because it over-explained everything. I liked it as a mystery movie. I didn't like it as a horror movie. I was fine with both of them, but every time they, you know, she would, you know, figure out a clue, then they would show you that clue on the board or whatever. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need fucking help. I get it. Don't spoon feed me. I don't need it. Well, is I mean, I assume that Ringu is better. Gotta be. Haven't I haven't seen. seen I haven't seen right. it. It's always on my must-watch list. I think your must-watch list is as big as your watched list. Pretty much, yeah. It's never-ending. It's infinite. I only have uh, one question about the ring and why did Brian Cox? Why did Brian Cox go down to that level? He's, money. As he's doing I, McDonald's he, commercials too. He's an actor. He needs to get paid. He is so much more distinguished than Kevin Farley. <laughs> <laughs> he's an accomplished actor. Shut the fuck up. I know he is. That's what I'm 
<laughs> no, Kevin Farley is. Oh, I know. Yeah, Kevin Farley has. Yeah, Brian Cox has nothing. Farley. I just why? You're you're better than that, Brian Cox. You were Hannibal Lecter for fuck's sake. Spelled differently. Uh, all right. So you want me to whip through these? They won't take that long. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, my first one, 1995. Uh, Tony Scott directing Denzel and Gene Hackman, Crimson Tide. Hackman. Uh, Hackman. Um, movie. <laughs> movie has forever been my favorite Tony Scott movie outside of Top Gun. Um, just watching. You need Denzel. to watch Unstoppable again, then. I watched it recently. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Crimson Tide, the two of them going at it, those just two acting titans. And Oh, I just thought of another one. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I, it's just... I'm lucky number 11. Yeah, seen, watch it again. It. You might change your mind. Oh, I've seen it many times. <laughs> I love that movie. It's fantastic. It's, it's, it's underrated. It was a movie that surprised me. You asked me that earlier tonight. It, def- it definitely surprised me, yes. <laughs> wow. Um, but no, it's, you know, we talked about, um, you know, rooting for both sides. You, you know, you don't want either side to be wrong or more wrong than right than the other. Um, fantastic um, supporting cast. You know, Viggo Mortensen, James Gandolfini. Um, the punch up by Tarantino, you can tell exactly where it's at. Um, well, 19- this is your second favorite Tony Scott movie? Yep. Beverly Hills Cup 2? It's. With it's a Tony, it's a It's a Tony Scott movie more than it is a Beverly Hills Cop movie. Um, but I have. I. I like I like Beverly Hills Cop too. It just it's not as good as the first one. Um, it's it's just Eddie Murphy just doing skits. Um, yeah, but yeah, Crimson Tide has always been my. They're such funny skits though. They're funny. Yes. How dare you list off the cast and leave out Steve Zahn and Ryan Phillippe? No, I don't say Ryan Phillippe because of he's automatically cut out because of Cruel Intentions. Okay, then what about Vigo's son, Henry Mortensen? He Vigo's son is... He's in that movie? His name is Henry Ince. Ince? I... That's... <laughs> I You're... didn't know. I've, I've never even seen Crimson Tide. You're funny. You had me go in there. <laughs> Um, no, I'm, I'm serious when I say that Henry Mortensen is in this movie. <laughs> Vigo's son is in this movie. He's got to be in the beginning then when the, their two families are together. Sure. Sure. Um, real son. <laughs> 2000s, uh, American Psycho, Christian oh. Bale. Yeah. So good. Uh, that's That's the one that yeah, you know, well, I learned who Christian Bale was. Uh, he's forever been a ch- uh, chameleon after that movie. Um, endlessly I... quote, endlessly quotable. Great fucking horror. The satire. It's that's the movie where I learned to appreciate Huey Lewis in the news. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, great Willem Dafoe in there. I mean, it's 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 not an easy movie to get through because it's disturbing uh, to be laughing at some of the stuff. But yeah, it's always it's so good. Um, uh, yeah, good. Is, is studio in that? <laughs> Is that in the movie, or am I just dreaming that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he does do the studio. I think he is that the naked workout. I think it's when he's uh, doing the the sex scene, the doing the the prostitutes, where he's more interested in look at himself in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, you have Huey Lewis in the news. I have Cecilio. <laughs> I mean, oh. Huey Lewis was a pretty important part of that scene. Yes, so uh, the, the studio. The axe <laughs> when he's dancing with the axe to Huey Lewis in the news. Fuck, and hip to be square can't hear it anything but from that movie. <laughs> um, uh, moving on, 1994's. Uh, Ron Howard movie, The Paper. Endlessly quotable. Fantastic cast. Um, probably my favorite Ron Howard movie. Uh, and I am not afraid to say that I like him as a director. Um, Was Clint yeah, Howard it, in it? Yes, Clint Howard is in it. Uh huh. Um, Michael Keaton, outside of all the obvious, is probably my favorite Michael Keaton movie. Um, I, I, I still quote your favorite Randy Quaid movie. Then <laughs> I like Randy Quaid in it. Yeah. He's good in it. Jason Alexander's in it. He plays a fucking prick. Christmas Vacation. I'm not a fan of Christmas Vacation. Wow. Not a yeah. fan of any of the Vacation know. movies. I'm not. I'm hit or miss. More miss with Chevy Chase, even though I have uh, a, a quite a love for Fletch. Um, and Caddyshack, obviously, but I think a lot of the stuff that he does is just the same shit. So, but and, yeah. and you get, you get he's Captain like Will Ferrell before Will Ferrell. Well, Will Ferrell. So. Yeah, pretty much. But you know, if, if Chevy Chase has got something on, I'll watch it. I'll try to give it a. But yeah, I'm just it's hit or miss how I feel. It depends on the day. Uh, um. Next two, I'm going to dip into the 80s. Uh, 1987's uh, 3 O'Clock High with Casey... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Casey Semesco, so, Richard Tyson. It is criminally underseen. It is... It's funny as hell. It is a really good thriller, too, because of how much Samesco gets himself in trouble with this new guy who doesn't want to be bothered. And yeah, it's got one of the best last 10 or 15 minutes of a movie with the, the movie leads to the big fight at the end. It's so good. Um, no, and then, refresh me quick. Is that all one day? One day. Yeah, it's okay. it starts off in the morning. Yeah, it's like eight or nine, and then yeah, three o'clock. Well, yeah. the, the almost the whole movie is one day. Yeah, 
It's so good. I think it, uh, I think it cuts to the next day at the end. Uh, I think it, when it goes to the shop, yes. Yeah. Um, and then last, Christian will know this one well. I don't know if Jordan's seen it. Uh, 1985, Savage, Steve Holland's Better Off Dead. Oh, God, yeah. I know better. Oh, it's... French chick is so cute. It's so cute. Um, if you strip away all the the... The, the humor it is a really good so it's a really sweet romantic comedy um again endlessly quotable um the fantastic cast you got cusack you got uh, uh i'm forgetting her name diane um, yes uh you got curtis armstrong aka booger this entire mountain is made of snow. <laughs> Do you know the street value of this mountain? <laughs> Come on, dude. People die down there. Dying when you're not sick is really sick, you know? Go that way real fast. <laughs> if something gets in your way, turn. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, I go a long ways back with Better Off Dead. Yeah, it's... Okay, it's, not counting Better Off Dead. What's your favorite Cusack movie? That's tough. Um, because say anything. Which one? <laughs> say anything. High gross fidelity, point blank gross or high fidelity. There's three. I'm gonna go with gross point blank. That's, yeah, that's fair. But it's not. There's no. I miss that John Cusack who gave a shit, you know, who yeah. it's really sad that, yeah, he, he doesn't like Hollywood and, you know, nobody will offer him anything. So, um, yeah, it's, I mean, sometimes actors, you just, you're just done. Yeah. And he can make 15 movies a year and they all suck. Yeah. Is it the Cusack movie? If it's, you know, broadcast news, is that, He's in it. He's got, he steals movie. the scene that he's in. I wouldn't call yeah. it a Cusack movie. I'd call yeah. it a movie Cusack's in. Yeah, his sister's in it more than... But yeah, when, when he gets... Oh, Joan Cusack in Gross Point Blank? So funny. Yeah. The, the chemistry between the two of them is so... So fucking good. It's not... Um, it's just a base... My only problem with your better off dead honorable mention, the only thing that I have to say that's bad about this movie is the dude is suicidal when his girlfriend breaks up with him after what six, five, six months? It's six months, yeah. Like six come months. On. Come on. I mean, we've oh. all been young and stupid like that before. But come on, it's six months. <laughs> Seventeen. Oh, come on, when you've been with somebody for six months, you know you're in love I mean, with them. You know when you're when you're 17 years old, six months is a lot of is a much larger span of your life than it is when you're 35. Yep. Yep. And uh, Better Off Dead is one of the. It's always I always watch it on Christmas, so on or around Christmas. So. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. One last thing before we shut this thing down. Okay. 
since you brought up Christmas. Yeah. Is, uh, um, oh my God, I'm just brain farted right now. Gremlins greatest Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> Die Hard. Die, Die Hard Christmas movie. Yes. 100%. No. Just to be contrarian. <laughs> and I vote yes, so you're out, Jordan. It is a Christmas movie. Definitely a Christmas movie. It's Come a Christmas on. movie. If he if it was just Christmas and they didn't utilize thing, uh, I mean, he writes ho 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 motherfucker on the guy's shirt. I yeah. mean, it wouldn't make go- sense in the middle of summer. And it's a well, they're going to a Christmas saying, party. They utilize they utilize Christmas. It's not just setting on Christmas. Yeah. Well, that's so, any Die Hard Two. They utilize an airport. Yeah, but Die Hard Two doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I'm blipping on the the writer of Lethal Weapon, Shane Black. All of his movies are set in and around Christmas. So I always think of most of his movies are Christmas movies. That's so... an interest. I did a terrible thing once on Christmas. Oh. And it's your fault, Don. Uh-oh. I started watching American History X on Christmas once. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't know what the movie was about. Oh, God. And I was, I, you know, the celebration was, was done. We were, oh, dinner God. was over. I was like, I'm going to watch a movie. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> didn't make it too far. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, a American History Ooh. X, not a Christmas movie. <laughs> not. 100% that is not a Christmas movie. Good film. Oh, not something to watch on Christmas. I don't Your think Honor, psycho. Not, not one to revisit often either. I no, I think it's, I've seen it well, once. It's, it's like Schindler's List. It's a great movie, but you have to be in the right mood to watch it. <laughs> Requiem for a Dream is the same. Yeah. Got to be oh, in a set, got to be in the right and I haven't seen Requiem for a Dream since the only time I watched it. So, but it's still in the back of my head. Yeah, and that that's probably going to do it. That's probably going to do it. All right, say goodbye. Bye. Bye.